Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm Damian Bulwa, and this is Fifth Admission. Today, a story you'll only find here and at sfchronicle.com. It's the story of a $20 million lawsuit against St. Francis High School in Mountain View. It was filed on behalf of two Bay Area boys who were forced out of the school last year as the nation convulsed over racism in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. The boys' offense? A selfie that appeared to show them in blackface. The school says the boys had to be held accountable. Their parents say the photo is three years old and that the boys had actually put on green masks of acne medication as a joke. Looming over the dispute are larger questions that go beyond St. Francis. Among them, how should such incidents be handled by schools, why do they keep happening, and who is responsible? My guests are reporter Matthias Gaffney, who broke the story today, and Justin Phillips, who's just launched a race and equity column for The Chronicle and also co-hosts the Extra Spicy podcast, which you can find wherever you get Fifth and Mission. Matthias and Justin, how are you guys? Pretty good, thanks. Doing well, man. Thanks, Damien. Well, thanks for joining me. It's a, it's a complicated issue, and it's an important one. Matthias, it's, it's an incredible story, and obviously we'll be following this lawsuit at St. Francis High School. But first, Matthias, could you give us the basics? What are they suing over? Yeah, so it's two boys. Um, there's actually three boys in this photo, um, but only two of them are suing. Uh, they, and along with their parents, uh, they are suing the school, the school president, and a uh, woman who has a daughter who attends the school as well. Um, and they are alleging defamation uh, and essentially that the school failed to properly investigate the photo prior to forcing them to leave the school. And they're going to, they're asking for uh, $20 million in damages. Okay. And, and what do they say about this photo, which spread virally last year? Well, the plaintiffs, the, the, the boys uh, say that this was an innocent photo taken back when they were 14 years old, um, three years ago, three years before it became went viral and became public amongst the school community. Uh, they said that one of the boys suffered from bad acne. Uh, her, his mother purchased first a white acne mask that they also, two of them took a selfie in on one day um, uh, when they were 14 years old and not yet at St. Francis high. Um, and then the next day they said that they applied light green acne uh cream as part of the mask, um, which darkened as it dried. And then they took a selfie and basically uh, didn't do anything with that photo for a number of years and didn't think anything else of it. They alleged that the boys at the time didn't even know what the term blackface meant. They were um, oblivious to all the um, various um, racial undertones of anything of that sort. All right. I want to come back later, guys, to this idea of, of how powerful this was, that the fact that it emerged last June in the wake of the killing in Minneapolis of, of George Floyd. 
But but first, Justin, I want to go over to you. I mean, last week, as we were reporting this story, there was a, a similar incident in Sacramento. I mean, similar in some ways, in which a girl was disciplined at a school. It actually happens to be named St. Francis as well for uh, they said bullying another girl with a blackface photo. Now, this was uh, this was using like a phone's paint feature um, to make this photo. But but Justin. Why are we still seeing these blackface incidents? Why are they so powerful? Um, why do they, uh, why, what is the conversation um, around them and why is it so important? I mean, I, I think what it comes down to, because you have to remember these kids are very young. So what do they know, right? Like they probably, you know, never saw Shirley Temple in 1935 in the littlest rebel in blackface. They probably weren't even alive, like, you know, in 2000 when Jimmy Fallon was doing uh, blackface's Chris Rock, or like when around that same time Jimmy Kimmel was um, putting on blackface to impersonate basketball players. Like they don't, they don't know this stuff. But what transcends time is understanding that putting on blackface is insulting. These, these kids don't have to know anything about these reference points in history, but they do know that it can be insulting. That's one thing we can't deny. And when you see these, you know, these incidents pop up, it's like, all right, man, you know, they are young. They don't know the context for stuff, but they do know impersonating someone via their skin tone is insulting. Like that, that's basic knowledge. And Justin, are, are you surprised at all by the reaction at, at both of these schools? I mean, the, the, the case that Matthias writes about the reaction happened last year, and, and, and now this lawsuit is emerging. But we're seeing the same reaction right now at the, at the Sacramento School, where people are, are really outraged, and they're asking for, for sort of a larger response. Right. I mean, I'm not really surprised. Like, it, it, I think in this moment, it, it's important to have these dialogues. I think they explode because nowadays, the worst thing you can call a non-Black person, the worst thing you can call a white person is racist. Right. And when these moments pop up, you have a lot of students, you have parents that, you know, especially when they involve white kids that are calling them racist. And right now, the entire country is talking about race and are pulling up things that were problematic in the past that probably didn't get enough attention. And they're talking about them now. And it's just a it's a very relevant conversation. It's a necessary conversation. These conversations are explosive. And I'm not I'm not surprised by the response, but it's it's just par for the course right now. It's stuff that has to happen. All right, Matthias, let's talk about the cultural moment and how it enters into this lawsuit, which again is going to play out in court. It, it could ultimately go to a jury um, or a settlement. Uh, Matthias, this happened right after the killing of George Floyd and, and the parents, they're making a very specific argument. They're saying the kids did not mean to to wear blackface but but what they contend is that the school sort of overreacted because of the moment right exactly yeah they said that this is as you said early june so this is weeks after um george floyd was killed it's all to put it also into context this controversy at that campus didn't blow up from this alleged blackface photo it was Actually, before that, there was um, a meme and a, a series of memes on an Instagram account that was started by um, some alumni from the school and were followed by a number of um, uh, students who attended St. Francis that had incredibly racist material on it. Um, and 
that really started um, the um, outrage at the school. And then it was when um, uh, this photo wound up getting on that thread um, over social media, particularly that spread around that they got brought into it. And it's the, uh, the, the boys would allege in their, they do allege in their lawsuit that the school got caught up in that fury and that they, as they said, they did in the past allowed it to, to kind of, um, cloud their judgment. And they kind of followed what they would say the mob was, was requiring, which was basically the heads of these boys, they said that they got phone calls from the principal that basically said, you know, this is not about the intent of the photo, it's about the optics, which I think that quote that they have in their lawsuit, I think is kind of at the core of, of what they're suing over. And it's going to be a big part of the lawsuit that's coming up is they're saying that this school um, wanted would in, has shown in the past and did for this instance um, you know, if they needed to scapegoat some boys, um, they're going to do that, whatever they have to do, or they're going to sweep other racism under the carpet. They're going to do what they have to do in order to keep their reputation and keep the dollars coming in. That's what they allege. Okay. But the school has, the school has responded to that, right? The school has responded to that. Essentially the school says, you know, we are a private school. We have the sole discretion to expel and tell and, and discipline, uh, students, and we came to the conclusion that um, despite what you told us about these being acne masks, that this is blackface and this is hurtful to our our students. And we made the call to um, force you guys to leave. And, you know, I think that's an important distinction, too, to be made that, you know, even even if you agree that these are acne masks, that doesn't necessarily mean there's no ill intent on someone's part. Um, obviously the boys are saying they didn't know about it and that's their allegation, but I think that's a distinction to make that, you know, uh, just because you're wearing an acne mask doesn't mean you have, may have some racial, um, animus, um, that you're trying to show in the photo, but, um, that's the, what boils down to the argument between the two sides. All right, guys, I want to take a quick break when we come back more with Matthias Gaffney and Justin Phillips on fifth and mission. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bolwa. I'm joined by Chronicle reporter Matthias Gaffney and Justin Phillips, a columnist on race and equity, just started a new column and also the co-host of the Extra Spicy podcast. Thanks again, guys. Justin, I want to go back to something Matthias just said, which is there's a fundamental disagreement in this lawsuit about St. Francis High School, and that's whether the boys intended to wear blackface or not. But Justin, doesn't it, it makes it kind of difficult to really hash out this conversation, doesn't it? I mean, in a lot of these cases that we've seen nationally, the debate has been not over whether what the intent was, but about how should we go about moving forward? Should we forgive people? How sh- what should the conversation be? Who should be held responsible? Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's when you're dealing with uh, with teenagers or kids that are this young, like the intent behind it, I don't know. There's always cultural and historic reference points that you know, you have to assume that these kids don't know. Um, but then 
like I said, impersonating another person's skin tone, putting on blackface is something that everybody knows is offensive. I think when it comes to to people of this age, the conversations that really need to happen need to be around the adults who are in their lives. Not to say that they would have even more knowledge about the past or why this is offensive, but their understanding, the scope of their understanding would be larger. And there are things probably in their everyday life that they could tweak that would help these young people understand not to take that kind of photo, not to put that kind of stuff on their face, not to impersonate another race, how blackface could be problematic. If they can't, if they don't naturally absorb that, definitely the adults need to be in the positions of kind of, you know, directing them to thinking that way. So there, the accountability can go on the young people, but it also has to, you know, be shouldered by the adults that are around them, whether it's parents, teachers, whatever it might be. Well, let's stick with the adults. I mean, Justin, the schools in this situation, what is their responsibility when stuff like this happens? What we've seen over and over is that people are out there marching and saying to the school, hey, you know, you are creating an atmosphere that you've never fully dealt with. And then all of a sudden it's exploding and causing us harm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the main thing that a lot of these places do is have a knee jerk reaction, which is usually not the right thing. I think what the schools have to do is some introspection and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't start with one of these moments. Like a school should be able to take into account things that have happened in their past. Cause I'm like Matthias was talking about earlier. There are, you know, there were incidents before that this process should begin before it gets to a flashpoint like this. And then they need to have discussions with their students, with parents, with faculty about how to be a more inclusive space, a more welcoming space, but it shouldn't be at this shouldn't this, but this process shouldn't happen while they're rushing to address something that just popped up. Like schools should be thinking about this. If we're having this national dialogue that, you know, came to prominence this over the last year or so, but has really been happening for a while, they shouldn't be rushing to fix things right now. This dialogue should have should have been happening for a while. And Matthias, tell us a little bit about what happened in Mountain View. Uh, tell us about what happened when this photo spread. It spread in a very typical teenage fashion where uh this was this photo was snapped in uh 2017 right and they don't think anything of it um one the third boy who's not named in the lawsuit forwards it to a friend she puts it on her spotify playlist just as um tags it to one of her playlists it sits there for about three years and then this Obama means controversy starts at St. Francis and this this uh, big thread starts of um, all the racist issues at the school. And another student finds that Spotify photo, pulls it and then throws it onto this thread and says, here's another example of racism at the school and names the kids and says, you know, spread this around. And it goes viral. Um, and it's very quickly uh there's you know uh, people call for a march um people are calling for them to be expelled uh the boys allege that they're getting you know hateful messages and threatened uh and so then the school basically they allege the school gives them an ultimatum you can voluntarily leave or you will be expelled um they argue over whether or not any investigation was done by the school uh but eventually uh, the boys decide to voluntarily leave and uh, 
in August, they wind up suing. All right, guys, I want to just talk for a second about the larger context. I mean, on one hand, schools are finally dealing with these issues, or at least they are being uh, forced to sometimes reckon with these issues. On the other hand, in this lawsuit, uh, people are saying that there is a pressure that is almost too intense. So how do we sort of square those two things? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's difficult. I mean, that's definitely what the um, allegations in the lawsuit say, is that the, the school got caught up um, in very passionate emotions from legitimate issues and that they decided to not look at the facts um, of what they were being told and instead just um, try to appease a crowd. And that's what uh, led to um, them uh, making the decisions with the boys. Uh, you know, the, the school would say that they're responding um, uh, and trying to make change and that's one of the ways is to hold people accountable. So they've definitely gone into their their corners, right? Um, and I mean, the school is saying that we believe that these photos are not just simply acne masks. We believe these photos are blackface still. And I mean, they in a way, they have to say that now that they're being sued for $20 million. Um, otherwise, they're going to um, you know lose a lawsuit. But um, that's where they're at. And it's, um, you know... Just because uh, these pressures that are happening are, are not just on the St. Francis campus. I mean, there's, um, you know, there's campuses across the country that are, you know, now just starting to deal with these issues. Um, and it doesn't have to de- necessarily deal with a blackface photo. I mean, there's 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 plenty of racism going around on campuses that um, schools are having their reckonings with. I 100% uh, agree with everything Matias said. And it, it's the funny thing to me is uh, whenever it's people or institutions that have never had to look at racism in their past, like this moment right now feels like chaos. It feels like anybody can get canceled for something that they've done. And honestly, man, it kind of should feel that way. People of color, black people, we've been having these conversations for generations. And if institutions, if people, if schools like this have to talk about it now and it feels like an intense pressure, then it should. It reflects all of the history that's built up into this. So, you know, it might feel like mobs are chasing people. It might feel like cancel cultures run amok to some folks, but so be it. This is the moment we're in. We're having really tough conversations. And uh, this kind of stuff needs to happen if the country is going to progress in the right direction. It is what it is. Just to dig into that a little bit, Justin, we were talking earlier about this case in Virginia, which made national news. A girl uh, was caught using a racial slur on an old video that emerged, and she lost, you know, she lost her place, I believe, on a college cheerleading team. And, you know, there was a lot of questions about how that should have been handled. But but I want to ask you, where do we go from here? Because it seems like the solution can't be to just keep dealing with these flare ups as they come up. Right, right. Yeah, there has to be some there has to be some legwork that's done beforehand before we get to this point. But, you know, I will say this when it comes to like social media and the Internet, we're, we're still going to consistently have moments like this where people have posted something in the past and we're having this dialogue about race and inequality in the country and it gets brought up. And it spurs a discussion. I can't say what the ramifications should be, what the punishments should be for the individuals, but they will come about. Like, that's just a part of this process. And as uncomfortable as that may be, that is just something people are going to have to come to grips with. Education sometimes isn't easy. And learning a perspective that you didn't know before shouldn't be just a simple process, especially if the perspective that you had before was really problematic. You know, so... 
as tough as this might be to hear, um, this isn't going to be an easy journey. There are going to be multiple moments like this, but as long as they're teachable moments, then uh, I think we're headed in the right direction. All right, let's leave it there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks to my guest today, Chronicle reporter Matthias Gaffney and columnist Justin Phillips. He's also the host of the Extra Spicy podcast. You can find that wherever you get Fifth and Mission. Thanks to Karen Creighton for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.